0: Welcome back to the Last of Us by Story Archives. I am your host Mario Busto, alongside
1: your yeah, other host Zachary Newton. Welcome.
0: He sounded really southern there. You said yeah, the other host.
1: You know, I I don't know what what's been happening in the last like couple days. Maybe I haven't been sleeping enough or something. But
0: southern twang is just there's a little like... bit
1: of twang coming out when I talk. <laughs> I said something at work yesterday, and I'm just like, what.
0: What did what I, did just, I say? just say? What, what did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> okay, like, no, I just remember right, it really here. came
1: out, came out yeah. with some twang.
0: Yeah, all right. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, episode eight. Titled, uh, when, when We, we are, are In, in
1: Need. It was very fitting that we both said it at the same time. It kind of felt a little cultish.
0: Yeah, I think that fits right with this one. Yeah. Okay, we mentioned this in the instant reaction. I don't recall as much from the video game as I thought I did because I don't remember David being a cannibal. I don't remember him being a, a fake preacher. And I don't remember him being a pedophile, <laughs> but, but this show has been so dark that I guess they went for the, the triple triple or uh, whatever, you know, they went triple for the triple, triple crown of, of evil there. You know, they just were like, yeah. you know what? It's not dark, dark enough. Not only do They eat people. He's a cult leader and he's a pedo. I think Perfect. I'm missing one on there. I'm missing one more thing, but I don't probably know.
1: we'll, we'll, we'll come across it when we go through the episode.
0: Is he a psychopath? Are you one of those people who knows like the difference between psychopaths and sociopaths? Cause I am not, I don't think he's a psychopath. I'm always alarmed by how intrigued women are by these topics, by the way. <laughs> you ever <laughs> noticed that? I have. Yeah. Like every girl I know who's into like behavioral, uh, like, you know, all that stuff. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I've never heard, I've never met actually. No, never mind. I take that back. I met one guy, but but he seems more interested, like, less so in the psychology of it. Women are always like trying to understand psychopaths and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it,
1: it is interesting. I, I just think the guy's crazy. He's just evil. That's what he yes. is.
0: If you had to choose between, actually, that's a horrible choice. All right, we were talking before <laughs> the pod about how you can't. <laughs> we were talking before the pod because we were comparing. We're in the middle of making a strategic decision on the on the podcast direction here and the network's direction mm-hmm. uh, of what we're going to do with, with one of the shows. And I was telling Zach, you know, we were looking at a fellow competitor of ours, at the length of their instant reaction episode. And it was like forty something minutes. And Zach was yeah. like, that's brutal. And I was like, well, it, it depends. You know, if the show's about world building and, you know, kind of I, I would say like in the sci-fi yeah area, then it's okay. I remember when we worked um our live production jobs and I would have to drive to West Palm Beach, mm-hmm. which was like an hour and a half, I would listen to this Game of Thrones podcast. Mm. that was an hour hour and a half and it was fan i was like i wanted that thing to be as long as possible because i had to drive up to west palm and it was great yeah. but because game of thrones you could really put yourself in that world and think about like you know what decision would i have made what theories are out there who's the son of who here is this person the person in the prophecy you know mm-hmm. all sorts of things like that that are really interesting well i suppose you can't really I mean, you can do it, but it's, it doesn't like have the many layers that a Game of Thrones. It's not as deep. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of deep, what did you think of this episode?
1: I liked the episode. I, I, I do think this is mean, probably one of one of my more favorite episodes. There's a little bit more that. Oh, so you're changing your mind from the instant reaction? Well. No, no, I I still don't love it. I don't love what they did. I don't love that this was it, condensed into sit, one
0: episode. Did it sit well with you over the last two days? Was it like one of those things where you were like, you know, I'm starting to like this a bit more?
1: Yeah, I mean, reflecting on it, yeah, there, there's just a lot more in my mind that happened with this with this episode. The I I still think the first episode was my favorite. I agree. I, I really do. I, I I don't think this has topped. The first episode however i do think this episode beats out a lot of the other ones where we get a lot of i don't even know if i'd call it i mean some of its backstory but you just you know there's character building and then the character dies and then there's, there's character building and then the character dies this one i mean yeah there's some of that too <laughs> but uh no i i like this one there, there's more action it it did feel very much like the game. Like I know you said you don't remember much. I f- feel like I remember much. There's some details that I'm
0: fuzzy on from yeah, the you, game. You were big on on David's arc. Like I remember you were really looking for. Yeah, I, it was arc. it
1: was fun. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that part of the game.
0: Which so, by the way so I was am, I am, the absolutely. intended effect. Yeah. According to Druckman, that was what made him want to make the video game in the first place. Was the reaction that you had
1: Taking to that? Alley.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, what did you think about it?
0: Uh, I'd say it was my second favorite episode. In hindsight, I think um, that's sort of how I feel about it. I would, if I had to rank them, like the ones that are immediately coming to my head is episode one for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think part of episode one was the fact that, you know, when when let me back it up a little bit. When I first found out Last of Us is going to be made into a television show, I was like, it doesn't need it. That was my first reaction. It was like, it was a good enough game to stand on its own. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, what is it like when somebody's like, oh, it doesn't need validation through a television show mm-hmm. medium? It, it can exist, and it was a great storytelling experience as a video game. So I was kind of like in that camp until it started getting closer. And I was like, man, I'm starting to look forward to this thing. Like, I, I started to actually look forward to it, and knowing HBO was making it. I was fairly confident that this was going to be the like the first time a video game was actually well made into an adaptation. And so all of that was was hinging on the first episode and the fact that they actually executed. And it was even better than the game. And that's the intro to the game is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was even like it was like way better way better than the game in terms of what they were able to dive into and give us background on uh, the Jakarta uh, back. I, like, I kind of miss those Jakarta flashbacks, you know, like of seeing mm-hmm. what's going on on the other side of the world. Yeah. I really hope that there's a spinoff, but it's not in America. And so they make the whole show Um, make it make it foreign. I want a foreign, like, film type of thing in mm-hmm. a different language and everything. Like, we're already... I think we're past the point as a, as a culture that we're already seeing there's times dude, where I'm watching more films, not in English than I'm watching in English (laughs) because of the amount of good stuff that we have access to now in Mm -hmm. net on Netflix, on the streamers that we never had access to before, you know, whether that's TV shows or whatever. I like, how cool would that be? How groundbreaking would that be if HBO decided to make an entire show like based in Indonesia? Like like we're gonna do a last of us spin-off, completely new characters, expand the IP and do this over there. Like that would be that would be sick.
1: It it would be it would be very interesting. Now that you mention it, I do miss I, I totally forgot about us getting those little like uh how do they bits think of story, it? like you know, jumping to other parts of the world and you know, kind of hearing a little more about how this started. Now I think we, we've heard enough about how it started to know how it started. For yeah. the purpose of the show, but I do I do thoroughly and miss the enjoy those and and miss them.
0: Yeah, and um, to that to the point of what I was saying that because the pilot executed and was so good and blew my mind, mm-hmm. it's so hard for any other episode in the season to top it. However, the second episode that comes to mind with like moment mm-hmm. was um, sorry, I kind of burped in the the mic there, but um. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, man. Coffee and waking up early. Anyways, um, nothing like that right in the mic. But um, the episode where Tess dies, I thought was also – like it's a memorable one to me.
1: Yeah. The second episode. See, No, that's the third episode. It is is the third episode? I I think think it's – Is it the second or the third?
0: Pretty sure the third because – oh, no, no. The third is Bill and – Bill and Frank, I think.
1: A long, long time, yeah. The third is Bill and Frank. So I believe Tess dies.
0: So then, when does when does Joel beat the hell out of that guard?
1: In the first episode.
0: Oh, then the first episode is so far above all the others. Yeah? I know, I know. Even the ending with the with the song and look going on, looking at the city. Exactly. You know
1: that that episode just got me. Ex- I I think that episode is carrying the majority of the rest of the show. I. Uh, if i had to pick another one that was that that's not as close as the first one but i would say that i that's probably like a second favorite it would be the one with sam and henry
0: oh yeah oh my god we dude this show has been good this show has been good we have had a lot of moments the sam and henry episode was good. but the thing is is how much better would that have episode have been if sam and henry lived you know like <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you can't really have them live because yeah. they would have had to join along with Joel and Ellie. I think yeah, you'd, you'd start building your own gang. Yeah. Your own little cult. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like wish they would have zagged on that. But all right. I think that's enough for this little intro portion. Let's get into the episode recap. Uh Interesting that David mentioned how the Cordyceps can love... You know, and then remember that nasty scene with Tess, like making out with the uh, infected. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: See, I, I don't know.
0: I don't remember. Sorry, go ahead. Zach.
1: I was just going to say I missed when he said that.
0: He says it to her uh, when he admits to having a violent heart, because half mm. the episode, I couldn't even remember if David was a good guy or a bad guy when I was watching it, because I was like, is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? because he seems like an unorthodox like really puritan kind of guy but then you realize he's really just a psychopath using using the bible to keep people united to something here yeah. um but he doesn't actually believe any of the things that he is he's really saying other than what he says to Ellie now he could be one of those people who says what he feels needs to be said to the person that's in front of him mm-hmm. you know depending on who they are but uh really quick we i think there's a natural inclination to distrust anybody who's the cult leader right yeah of an episode and the episode opens by showing us his cult in this very harsh wintry resort town right mhm and dealing with the aftermath of one of their members dying which kind of immediately makes you think about the guy who joel killed in the previous episode i don't know if you immediately thought that too
1: if i didn't immediately think it it was definitely moments later when uh he talks about the fact that he sent some men to a nearby town
0: yeah yeah in this scene we see it it, doesn't it feel like one of these old like colonial american you know absolutely Absolutely. The, the women are wearing like these rioted, like raggedy rags. And, you know, like everybody's dressed very. I don't know. It feels like I'm watching the crucible or something like that. You know,
1: <laughs> it does feel very, uh, very dated. It looks like we're about to fight uh, Britain.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we actually see Troy Baker, who little Easter egg for the video game lovers out there. He is video game Joel. He voices and acts as Joel in the games. And in this episode, he plays James, which is, this guy's David's right-hand man, so to speak. Now, Zach, I know you're going to like an Easter egg that I wrote down here. Okay. As David and James are talking outside, um, there's a bit of distrust building in the community. Like like anything, you know, they have that banner saying that he will provide when we are in need, right? Yeah but things aren't being provided for right now. There's no food on the table. And so half the community or the entire community is starving. Uh, now, David asked James if he's with him, he needs to know if he's with him. Does that remind you of anything that you loved of a particular oh, game? I'll give you a hint, a particular game that you loved of, of two characters who maybe one was starting to lose faith and direction of their leader.
1: Gosh, I can't think of it. I'll what is you, it?
0: I'll give you five seconds to kind of ponder.
1: If you end up telling me the last of us, I'm just gonna
0: like. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> Let me know when you're done.
1: I, I for the life of me, I can't think of it.
0: Arthur, I need to know oh, if you're with God. me, Arthur. Yeah. When Dutch says, you know, and that's uh-huh. like, "Are you with me?" <laughs> yeah it's from red dead redemption that's what it feels like to me maybe yeah. an easter egg hbo is gonna do that too Dude, although that
1: would, be a, I would enjoy that oh, turn it into yeah. a, into that a show that, i would love that <clears throat> you know i i kind of thought troy baker and this looked a bit like i don't know john marston or somebody yeah. not, somebody from yeah. that show
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Well, we get uh, the intro scene with David where we see his cult and their struggling times, and we then get a back to reality with Ellie and Joel, who they're down to their last food, they're about to be starving as well. And uh, Joel's bite, or not bite, uh, the stab, it does look
1: like a bite, though.
0: It does, yeah, the wound. It looks like it's getting pretty bad here. I think they did a really good job, by the way, with the Mm. makeup on that. Like the actual, like, uh, what would you call that? Like Prosthetic or something. The way they did that was pretty good because visually you could see when it was healing in this episode.
1: Mm.
0: Like when she stabs him with penicillin later, you can sort of see it drying up. It's not like as, you know, it's clearly healing up. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But Ellie decides that she needs to go hunting similar to David and James who also go out for a hunt of their own so that she can find some food because it seems like she's been nibbling on the same piece of jerky for weeks. Um, but she's carrying the, the roles have been reversed here because she's caring for Joel now. So she kind of leaves that last bit of, of yeah. jerky on, on his blanket, <laughs> so to speak. We, can, we kind, of got,
1: kind of got what we, I guess, predicted for this episode where we, where we were taking over, if you will, using air quotes as Ellie. Mm, I mean, it it doesn't feel so much that you're like, it's not like the game where it's like, okay, now I'm playing as Ellie, but I mean, it it is a lot, you know, from, from her perspective, there is no Joel involved. He's kind of off on his own. So we kind of get a little bit of it.
0: Yeah. I think this is their, this is their condensed version of the takeover for Ellie. Yeah. Um, That, you know, when you go hunting with her and kind of get those, all the mechanics of of her character out there. Mm -hmm. Now, when she's hunting this deer in the woods, I could have swore I heard a clicker sound. I mentioned that in the instant reaction. You did. And I'm pretty positive that like, what was it, 945? There is the sound of a clicker that occurs in the woods. And I don't know why they did this, but there definitely is no clicker nearby.
1: It sure sounded like a clicker. I mean... Maybe it was the the trees just sort of like cracking in the distance or something. Who knows? I don't know. But it sure does sound like a clicker.
0: Yeah. Well, naturally, we get a lot of different kind of... Um, the show does a good job of making the characters kind of go through the same thing. And so while Ellie's hunting, so are James and, and David here, who come across the deer that Ellie has shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point Ellie catches up to them and sticks them up. Pretty much a wise move from Ellie here, because what do you do? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the wiser move would have been to have so shoot not. I, yeah, to shoot them just right off the bat. Yeah, but Joel probably dies if she does that.
1: That's true. She, he, he, yeah,
0: yeah, because out of this encounter, she's actually able to trade um, half of the deer for penicillin with them, but. Naturally, she's distrustful of these two men because in this world that they live in, like every other post-apocalyptic world, mm-hmm. the humans, if it's not just the infected you have to deal with, it's the humans. Yeah. And these two humans are pretty nefarious, although they think that they are um, righteous in their own right.
1: I mean, I, I would argue that the humans in a lot of these shows the majority of the time are worse.
0: I'd rather i'd rather face a human than a clicker well i would too
1: <laughs> however you know a clicker's bad true if you true. fall asleep and you're near some bad humans that you don't know if they're bad or not this you is might true not
0: wake up. this is true maybe i take that back
1: we'll, we'll attack a clicker from a distance get yeah. that sniper rifle right there you're good yeah
0: had to mention, you know, I'm allergic to penicillin and I wondered, you know, they, they exchanged some penicillin with her as, as James goes back to the town to go fetch it. And David stays trying to like psychoanalyze Ellie Mm -hmm. here. Um, I still don't have a proper, well, I guess we do have a proper hold on um, proper view of David because he tries to like rape Ellie at the end of the episode. At least that's what I I think. That's what it comes off as. Yeah. They don't really show too much.
1: Well, but I mean, we know, we know he wants to make her his little wife toy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is definitely the way he like he touches her hand later kind of shows that. But he definitely has some sort of similarity with Ellie because he talks about like they have a violent heart type of thing or violent whatever. And Ellie definitely does. Even Craig Mazin, the show, the 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 creator of this show, you know. Mm-hmm says that that is absolutely true about ellie that she has a violent heart like there's no way around it joel does too i mean i'm haunted still by joel putting that knife in that guy's knee and saying i will pop your kneecap off like oh, I, that, I started rubbing fantastic. my knee oh yeah and it, by the way you hear a little bit when he starts to like jiggle the knife. it's like oh yeah the sound Holy design is incredible it's ridiculous <laughs> man it's ridiculous
1: this this shed that they're in does this not remind you of the part in the game where there's just a bunch of infected coming after you and it's like this fighting ring where you've got to... I mean, it's like survival in here.
0: I don't remember that. Game. I don't I remember swear, that in the game at all. I, I don't. I swear
1: this looks just like that. It reminds me so much of yeah. it. I think that was bef- like just before you went on this like little... Mini mission with, uh, I think he went on it with David as, uh, as Ellie.
0: Well, we find out a little bit about David that he used to be a teacher, but I really don't know how much we can take seriously about David here. And also
1: he does like little kids. So
0: I gotta say something here. There's like a common theme about like all of the bad cult leaders being damn teachers in all these shows, the governor was a history teacher. Hmm. I think Negan was a teacher in Walking Dead. T- I don't know. Uh, can we find what was Negan before the the? Let me find out. Before the apocalypse, he was a coach at a local high school. Wow. So who was the governor? What was the governor for?
1: the governor and the walking dead you mean yeah
0: yeah the governor and the walking dead
1: before the zombie apocalypse he was an office worker who spent his days in a cubicle and hated his life
0: oh okay 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 so negan negan was the teacher why you know all these guys kind of come from like middle of the road you know Like, not what you would suspect a freaking cult leader killer to become in the apocalypse. Well, he does try to kind of soften Ellie up a bit. And in doing so, he does reveal a little bit of his nefarious nature because he mentions that one of his men was killed by a man who was also accompanied by a little girl. Mm -hmm. So we now see the stakes have been raised here because... The entire town is thirsting for vengeance for their. I mean, the guy attacked them first, you know? Yeah, they, they did. You know, it's like, who attacks a guy with a little girl other than evil people, you know? Yeah. Nobody yeah, cares I, to mention that part. No. There's no really, there's no court of law here. Well, so they, they, they act like matters.
1: they're so innocent, but I mean, yeah. you kind of brought it upon yourself when you went and stabbed the dude. They were going to run away. They were. They were just going to ride off into the into the distance, ride off that, into the sunset.
0: That guy was well killed. Well yeah. killed. Well, in their conversation, um, James sneaks up behind Ellie with a rifle and uh, could have shot her if he wanted to. Uh, yeah. And but David stops him from doing so. He saves Ellie a, a few times in this episode. Uh, yeah,
1: but it, I mean, right now it's it's purely intentional because.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have to
1: lead them back to Joel.
0: Here, yes, it is. But then with the horse later in the episode, when she's escaping the Raiders, the horse gets shot. Yeah. Which, by the way, in the behind the scenes, the way they shot that was pretty incredible. And I I would love to see just like a full, like hour long, you know, docuseries of like the making of each episode. Like, Mm -hmm. I would would tune in for that personally. But, um, they put like this giant animatronic horse and a stunt girl on the horse or stunt woman. Um, and she, they hit, put it on a rail mm-hmm. and just, it kind of just jolts forward. And I, I'm assuming they filmed like the last bit, but, uh, yeah. Zach, you're, I kind of consider you more of a scientific mind here. Um, is this what you would do? Would you stab the penicillin directly into Joel's wound cuz Ellie I, as soon as she gets it runs back home without covering I, her tracks?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would uh stab it into the wound. It seems like like I was expecting some of it to like start oozing out of the wound. <laughs> you know, just cuz there there's probably like some holes there or something that yeah. haven't quite healed yet since it's only been a, about a what few days, I guess.
0: I'll say though, if I had to guess, I would have put it straight in the wound too. I, I don't know we're, i we're i ready. i'd
1: also be i'd hope that there's like instructions on that bottle because that's a big syringe a that's a lot load. of penicillin to get dude like that's huge i don't know how much you would normally get and i think you're supposed to get it in a muscle but
0: we gotta. you know we need to make some friends with some doctors to bring them on for moments like this where we can see <laughs> hey did she do this right what's what, what happened here would joel <laughs> have died you know it with this amount of penicillin i i
1: can't imagine them getting details like this wrong though right like with 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 that much money behind the shows that much thought put into the details that seems like a like a big thing to to miss on
0: yeah yeah well, the aftermath. Uh, we get our first look at that these people are potentially cannibals in David's camp because of this weird scene where it's very concentrated on the meat at all times here, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we we're just told by this grizzly-looking guy who doesn't look very happy about his job in the butcher shop yeah. that this is venison. And uh, sure enough, I don't think it's venison. I think it's probably Hannah's dad. Probably uh, that, that would be
1: that, that would be my guess.
0: Yeah, if I had to guess that as well, which is pretty dark. Also, pretty dark if you push forward here a little bit. Everybody in the resort is eating this small little bowl of food while David is eating a massive portion of uh, I don't know, uh, survivor stew. I don't know what, what this would not, be called.
1: I don't, I wouldn't call it survivor stew. I mean, the dude's not alive anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved. Oh, I didn't love. I just thought it was kind of funny. Uh, After he's like, oh, it's venison. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They just killed a deer. And then you you watch everybody sort of sit down and start eating. And then the guys walk in with the deer.
0: (laughs) Part of you hopes it's venison until you see the damn deer you mentioned come through the door, at which point we know for a fact it's probably not venison there's too much meat in there for it to be venison you know really pleasant topic to talk about right
1: it really really is fresh start to the day it makes me feel like a great human being what does david tell this girl in the summer or whenever he said they were going to bury her father
0: I think he's. it's one of those, like, hey, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know how far ahead this guy's planning. But, I mean, it had to have been doing this for a while. You think? Maybe not the eating people part. That could have been new. It It seems new (laughs) because, according to him, everybody knows. It's just a few select people know.
0: It seems a little sloppy to be leaving, like, ears on the floor in the butcher shop. It does. It does. I got to say.
1: The you know, food kind of looks tasty.
0: It's like a beef stew. Yeah. Just what's with nasty is beef. seeing everybody eat it. Like there's like a focus on everybody like just, just chowing down, bro. Yeah. It's so nasty.
1: It is. It's very.
0: Even James very knows what nasty. it is, bro. Yeah. The way James eats it.
1: He's so disgusted.
0: <laughs> and look at this guy, David. He's just like, let me get a healthy portion of whatever the hell this is. This it's just absolutely Ugh, I hate it. Oof.
1: I was kind of expecting I don't know, somebody to, to start laughing at some point from eating people. Not like because it was funny, but getting sick from eating people.
0: There's, that's There's a thing, thing, right?
1: Yeah, a laughing sickness or something like that.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd love to know a little more about that. Do you know anything about that?
1: Kuru. What? It's uh, Kuru is is one thing that it seems like people get, but I've I've heard I've what heard stories. How do you spell uh, that? It's K U R U. It's from Papua New Guinea, I guess. But
0: Kuru disease.
1: I've heard. I've heard of people that eat people getting like some laughing disease or something like that. It's really bizarre.
0: I heard like it definitely it does something weird like I don't know if this was from a, a game or what it was, but um I could have swore like it has effects. It's like it's not it's not normal. Something biologically bad happens when yeah. you do that. Which is interesting, right? That would Yeah. think about it. What is his supposed logic to justifying this? He says, we're animals. That's kind of the point. Well, we're not really animals because if you think about it, why would it have some sort of negative effect on you? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they, if, we, if we were truly like cow or some crap like that, you know, why would it have some effect on you? It, it almost makes you feel like there is a moral order that you are not to do this. Like, this is a taboo. You do not do this, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I personally think it's, like, hard-coded. You don't do that. You just don't do it. It's very... But th- there's yeah. horrifying stories, man. Like, have you ever heard of... Um, isn't, like, Moby Dick about that? I don't know. I think some... There's a whale stories kind of but, like, like that. This whale, like, destroyed a ship, and it, like like... Uh, made a bunch of these guys on this boat. It pretty much like forced them on this island or whatever. And they all ended up like eating each other uh-huh. to survive.
1: I have a feeling there's a lot of stories like that, to be honest.
0: <laughs> it's uh, I think was it Chris Hemsworth. There's a movie about it. It's this white whale. And that's the thing that they're like all ashamed about is that they ate like a human
1: which is pretty horrible. Heart of the sea
0: Heart of the sea. Yeah. The heart of the sea, that thing, the whole thing is about that. They ate a, ate a human when they were like all castaways.
1: I'm going to have to watch that.
0: Right. Look, look it up, but just it's that Chris sea.
1: Hemsworth, Killian Murphy and Tom and Holland in it.
0: And it has Brendan Gleeson, right? Brendan
1: Gleeson, Ben Wishaw and okay. Benjamin Walker. Type in
0: part of the sea cannibals. All right. See if I'm, see if I'm right
1: real quick. Cannibalism. In total, they were forced to survive for about three months with limited rations and fresh water, according to real accounts from first mate Owen Chase, who was played by Hemsworth in the film, and cabin boy Thomas Nickerson, uh, who was played by uh, Tom Holland. The men eventually turned to cannibalism. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that.
0: I mean, what would you do in that situation? You're on an island. You know, it's either die or eat your compatriot who died. Like, you you didn't kill him. He's dead. You know, what do you do? I get it. I mean, I get it. I mean, when, when, you're, when
1: you're in a situation like that, it it feels wrong. But, I mean, you got to eat something.
0: So you would? You would I don't eat. know.
1: I don't know <laughs> if I'd eat it. I, I understand it. <laughs> would I eat it? I don't know. <laughs> i would like to say no Um
0: uh, i'm, I'm not gonna condemn it you know i get it yeah i, I agree i wouldn't judge well shit i wouldn't judge somebody you know necessarily like if they were it was life or death right mm-hmm. just don't tell anybody you know yeah, don't tell anyone don't tell anyone pretty much all right so i call this the aftermath Joel's wound seems to be getting better uh, after the first dose of penicillin. He's taken a heavy dose of penicillin in two days. Two heavy doses. Yes. And as Ellie's going out for the day, she realizes that David's men are after her and looking for Joel. And at this point, she knows that they're out for blood because they have correctly assumed that Joel is the man who killed one of their men. Uh, In doing so, the other men in the group are not so keen to have another mouth to feed in the group. Mm -hmm. And so they actually conspired together to kill Ellie, but couldn't bring themselves to do it in time before David stopped them. I was a little kind of surprised that Ellie confronted them first on the horse, you know? Yeah. It might have been a bit better to just ride away completely.
1: Well, I mean, the the problem is... All those horse tracks and her tracks leading right into a house, which house, right? makes me wonder why it, they couldn't it took figure them it out so long to find, especially uh, to find where Joel was. Especially when, I mean, she was she literally just rode the horse like two seconds ago. Like, and you walk backward to find the tracks,
0: these guys don't look that bright. They've also been eating humans for like three months, so who knows?
1: I also but. find it interesting that that they follow David. Like David's not that strong of a character.
0: It's like the Kathleen thing, right? Yeah. Like, why do they follow Kathleen? Why do they follow David? Kathleen's made sense because it was like this, everybody felt attached to her brother, and so out of loyalty to the brother, they're following her because mm-hmm. she's mobilized them. She actually was successful and kind of spurring on the takeover of Fedra. But with David, I think it's um, David's like the guy from Waco. You know, he's like david koresh i Mm. guess right uh i think all the cult stuff generally leads to people like sleeping with like the cult leader always wants to sleep with everybody's wife you know that's how it works it's like hey you know god gave me special revelation but in order to the special revelation is that i must sleep with all of your wives you know like oh Mm -hmm. wow (laughs) all right buddy (laughs) got me um the show Waco is actually pretty interesting. It's uh, Taylor Kitch plays uh, David. K- I think it's David Koresh. Can, can David you know Koresh, that? it is. It is. Okay. Well, the interesting thing with the Waco thing, he, he was sleeping with all the women there. All the men were like perfectly okay with it because they thought David Koresh was like, I don't know, the Messiah or something. Um, But the interesting like moral thing there is that these people willingly went to this cult, right? Mm-hmm. So they willingly went there. Now he was not a violent individual that I understand that he was not a, a completely violent individual. If you watch that show, it makes you wonder like the FBI or the, the whatever agency did it, they raided that house and killed everybody, the kids, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, And the way they did it was like, it was just no way out pretty much. Like if you <laughs> watch the shows, like the way they went about it, like, yeah, this cult was effed up, but he wasn't killing anybody.
1: Mm.
0: and then the government gets involved and everybody dies but yeah it's not pro cult I'm just it, it puts you <laughs> in that it puts you in that mindset of like this was wrong but this was w- worse this yeah. was, this was worse you know you killed killed kids like that was that was kind of the thing Michael Shannon I think plays the government agent who's in charge and it really turned into almost like a PR thing people wanted to be the ones in charge of bringing down the cult. You know, that's deeper than that. I don't remember every aspect of it. I think it started with this guy who kind of went uh, nuts in the woods <clears throat> mm. who also died in a, in a bad way. But uh, <clears throat> I wanted to get back to the episode. Joel awakes at the most convenient time ever after being oh, immobilized for, for days here. He has decided to awake with a vengeance and takes out not one, but three of David's men. Now we only see the first one, uh, and I did want to mention something because <clears throat> when David's man is, man is coming down the stairs and Joel knives him in the neck, yeah, the it's a violent scene. It's like it stays on that shot for a while, and I mentioned yeah. this in an instant reaction, and this is something I want to do a little bit more of moving forward. But uh, with all these HBO shows, all these really highly produced shows that are excellent, they typically assign several directors to a season, so it'll be like two or three directors to a season depending on how many episodes and the final two episodes have been given to a director who won the palm d'or award at the khan's film festival last year for his film holy spider um and the, the direction is ali Abbasi. he directed this episode and he's going to direct the finale of this season now i watched the holy spider which is a story about an iranian independent journalist who's hunting down a serial killer who's killing prostitutes and in one of Iran's holy cities. And the film is brutal. Like it does not pull any punches. It It's making you watch every scene, you know, the violence of it. And you see that in this Last of Us episode. And that's the reason I wanted to watch his film was to see, okay, why did they pick him? Why did they see, why did they think Ali was the guy to bring it home, right? Because they're going to bring mm-hmm. home, they're going to bring home the story of Last of Us 1 in season one. Yeah. Uh, why did they choose him? And I think it was a good choice after watching this episode um, to have somebody of of his style, of his of his method directing these episodes. And uh, I would love to see some. They didn't include him at all in the commentary of the episode. I would have really enjoyed to have seen that. Uh, I, I want to see if I can find an interview of his maybe this week leading up to the finale. But um, you'd notice it at first with... With Joel's kill of of David's men,
1: <laughs> it did it did hold for a while. I thought it was just going to be one long shot when I was watching that back. It was, but I think it was only two shots. Yeah.
0: By the way, do you notice these little themes in these shows where, like, Ellie falls asleep, right? She gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Joel wakes up. Ellie wakes up. Ellie gets knocked out. Joel yeah. gets Joel knocks somebody out. You notice like those little. Mm-hmm. Back and forths. Uh, we also get a theme in this episode of loneliness, where David is trying to psychologically ab- abuse Ellie, really, and manipulate her into saying that she is alone. You know that her dad, because he doesn't know if this, if Joel's her dad or who this guy is to her. Yeah, but um, he really wants to paint her in this picture of that you are alone and I am your only way out type of thing. Um, seems very culty. Feel culty, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For like we are the answer to your thing, exactly. Um, and it reminded me though of Sam when he wrote down that thing of uh, "I'm scared of being alone." Right? Mm. It reminded me of that. That's become a theme with Ellie. Like she is scared of being alone, and and you can see that with her panic of Joel of Joel's state. And who wouldn't be if you were a young kid and oh, yeah. in the middle of freaking nowhere uh, with,
1: with with infected and oh well, god cannibals and God knows what else it. Like
0: a death sentence, but but if this arc of David served anything, it served the purpose of Ellie being able to independently survive away from Joel.
1: Which kind of thinking about? sets... Uh, I don't want to say it. Never mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to no, say uh, anything. I get. I get.
0: You. I get. I get what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. It, it sets up Ellie as somebody who can survive. If she needs to, because up till now, she is so dependent on Joel that, y- you know, you wondered, it's like all of us, right? You know, there's mm-hmm. a certain age you get to where your parents can't answer the questions that you need answered. You know, they can't, yeah. you know, it's counterintuitive. And in this survivor's world, even Joel being a father figure type, it's not good enough. Like she does need to be sustainable on her own, you know? Yeah. Okay, we can move forward a little bit here because David just really this is just the moment where he tries to it's kind of like his last attempt with Ellie and you finally see the mask off of David when Ellie bites him or like breaks his finger finger, and he call and he pretty much curses at her and and, uh, you see like the true nature of who this prick is. But um The whole episode, though, up till this point, you're still wondering a little bit, is David that bad? He saved her two or three times. Mm -hmm. But I think it's pretty much confirmed in this scene that he's a a scumbag once he starts to, like, touch her hand and say, like, we could be equals. And the whole time you're like, equals, bro, she's like 15, 16 years old. Like, you know, this girl is, what? how is she your equal? And then the hand (laughs) touch, literally the hand touch. I like Ellie. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's Ellie exactly the reaction." Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. This is where this is where you're going. All right. Yeah. And she snaps his finger off. It was like a satisfying crunch of a of a finger there. But um, oh,
1: that makes my finger hurt thinking about that.
0: The knee thing affected me more than the finger thing. The knee, the knife in the knee. Control. Yeah,
1: yeah. That one's freaky, Lord. Very freaky. Yeah.
0: See, I didn't remember that either. Joel torturing the people, but it makes total sense how he finds her. you know, mm-hmm. that is the way to find her. Now, where was James in that scenario? So
1: I think David, back. James, and one other guy came back because there was if I remember correctly, there were six in total. It was David plus five other guys
0: because it might have um, been game over on on Joel if if James stayed back because it would have been pretty obvious where the guys ended up, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he, there would have been a lot more people. I mean, you got five against one. Yeah. Joel just waking up. I'm surprised he took out three. I'm surprised he's walking at this point. He did it know pretty, he has pretty, energy.
0: pretty smartly. Now, they filmed this in the middle of Calgary, uh, I think, which is in Canada. Mm-hmm. And. They literally shot it in winter, and uh, Pedro Pascal said they had like house-sized fans blowing snow in his face during these <laughs> scenes where he was walking. Uh, but that
1: feels great.
0: Said it was it was brutal. Um, <laughs> I did find it funny, and you mentioned it in the instant reaction. The whole town's a ghost town.
1: Yeah, I don't get it.
0: Like, there's nobody outside. Nobody's hearing this commotion. Nobody's seeing the resort burning up.
1: Apparently not. Yeah. We see that in a little bit. Yeah. I think that little backpack that we saw with that thing on it, it was Ellie's. I don't know if it was Ellie's. It could have been.
0: Well, he, <laughs> Joel, discovers the one building that he needs to discover to understand who these people are, pretty yeah. much. This is his uh, Oh moment. This is the, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they could have done like a comedic, like pan out. Like it's just yeah. like zoom out. Like, Oh, <laughs> cannibal. Great.
1: Did, did you notice all these people just hanging in the background? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's, they're drying. They're like, uh,
1: they're saran wrapped or something. You had know, to pick some meat off uh, of they're, every they're, now. And then. They're,
0: they're draining the blood from yeah. their bodies. And, uh, it's like what they do with meat when you're, when you're, um, making jerky. Right. Yeah. You dry. What's that called? There's a there's a there's a a term for that. They're doing the same thing you would do with like venison. Yeah. But um, gets game over for Ellie now after her attack on David. Mm -hmm. And thanks to her quick thinking, because she is a quick thinking individual. She really is. She uses her infection to her advantage, which throws off David just enough to give her an opportunity now. I got to say, she removes that cleaver very easily from that position, and it looks pretty lodged in the wood.
1: He did slam that thing down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it would be that easy to remove.
0: Yeah. You know, you and you and Troy Baker look a little similar. Okay.
1: Maybe I'll play John Marston.
0: You should, man.
1: I still don't know how I feel about Ellie. Just killing the og joel here
0: i thought that was pretty funny (laughs) i thought that was pretty funny here she is trying to save joel and then she just cleavers the video game Joel in the net yeah Yeah, that that scene was probably the best scene in the episode to me
1: now now i'm gonna i'm gonna look way into this Mm -hmm. is this their way of saying hey from this point onward we're killing what you know about the game
0: um that would be an interesting take that would, would definitely be an interesting take
1: i don't I, I don't i don't know if there's stock in that or not i'm just kind of i'm well, intentionally looking too far into this but up,
0: up till now they haven't deviated at all from
1: the no, game. It's except a, it's before, so similar very well, tiny thing.
0: except for bill and frank that was a complete deviation
1: that was a deviation yeah
0: that was they made a they made a love story out of what was Two people who hated each other. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and like it was way dark. Like if the show was dark, like the way it's been dark, Mm -hmm. you know, it would have been the dark ending with uh, with those two. Yeah, but um, I was really looking forward to the end showdown here with the burning down building because it's one of the most epic things in the game when like the building's slowly lighting on fire around you. Yeah, I gotta say that fire spread pretty fast.
1: It. It really did. I don't know how if it would really spread that fast. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I suppose it could. I mean, the whole building's would.
0: Yeah. Maybe the, David's so calm about all this because it's actually yeah. warm in here. You know, there's all this fire. It's warm. He's like, you know, I'm going to deal it's with nice.
1: it. nice. I'll stay away from the cold for a minute.
0: He could have put out that fire, like, immediately, by the way. Yeah. It was very small. He could have went over to it and just, like, patted it down real quick.
1: It was. I mean, it was just a little... Stick. She just yeah. threw a flaming stick. It's By not the that, way, not a if, big she, deal.
0: if she misses that throw, it's game over.
1: Yeah, the I think the, the fire.
0: Well, I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't know that the fire really helped her all that much. It serves as a distraction. It's a good but she doesn't seem distracted at all. <laughs> yeah, I hated this part in the game, trying to trying to Sleep get David. Around.
0: Yeah. Anytime you have to sneak around in a game is nerve wracking. It is.
1: It's so annoying.
0: Yeah. I see. I don't remember when the way she kills David in here. I didn't remember that in the game. I thought the building burned down, like the wooden beam that they kept showing on camera. Yeah. I thought that that fell on David like at the last instant.
1: Well, I I thought Joel came in and and saved her. I mean, the, the reality between this and the game is that they both end pretty pretty similarly right like she hacks David up here in in the show she hacks David up in the in the game Joel just happens to come in right after she hacks him and not later on while she's outside walking
0: you know I hope Bella Ramsey took like a nice retreat to a spa after this because the darkness that she has had to like deal with as Ellie and by the way you'll see how long this scene is now am yeah, like six seconds killing, killing David. It's long. It's long. I'm surprised like you didn't know how long it was.
1: Oh, I knew it was long. I just didn't count it. I feel like we, we've been on her face just butchering this dude for like fifteen, twenty seconds at this point. Yeah. That's a long shot.
0: Yeah, that's a that's an abyssy special right there. Wow. I would have need to I would have had to have had a major decompression if I was <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. I hope they like went to like a tropical resort.
1: <laughs> Just who David and uh Ellie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. I found it uh the show does a good parallel of like the right relationships, right? So David mm-hmm. wants to be like this kind of effed up father figure, right? Yeah. Or she actually he kinda wanted to be like her husband, right? Something like that. Yeah. And um Joel comes in as like the proper mm-hmm. father figure. And like he oh, by the way, he calls her baby girl. I was
1: just gonna point that out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which is we don't ever hear Joel say that except for his own daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's at this point we have a full on this is a father-daughter love here at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Joel has fully his heart heart is no longer hardened by the by the world. So he is they are, they are clinging to each other in terms of she didn't want to lose him. She had a choice. She could have left him to die. She That's really true. could have left him to die. And Joel could have left her several times at this point, too. Yeah. Uh, that ends episode eight. Uh, David's dead. Um, don't come in contact with Joel and Ellie. They will bring your town down. They will bring your cult down. Um. Within two days, they will bring it down. They, they brought down Kansas City in a day. Uh, they brought down <laughs> yeah. this Colts cannibal ring in a day, and they walk off into the wintry sunset until yeah. next week's finale, which is very short for the it finale. That's 43, forty-three minutes. Forty-three minutes.
1: Forty-three, 43 minutes. I it blows my mind. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just it's going to be a little bit of story and all action or something. I have I have no idea. You want to do something
0: without spoilers for next week? I think that's going to be re- really difficult, but I'll we'll avoid everything but the major spoilers.
1: I I I will I'll just say this. I I because it. because I I I'm already I'm already thrown from this episode being or this part of the story being one episode, I'm still, I think, I mean, I don't know. This one didn't feel as rushed as I expected it to feel, but I'm just concerned about fitting such a big story piece into not just the fact that it's one episode, but also a very short episode. It's almost 10 minutes shorter than this one.
0: I no longer am simply because I was concerned how they were going to fit David's arc into one episode, mm. and they successfully did that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you over under. Do you think there will be more than one flashback next episode or less than one flashback next episode? I think we're going to get a flashback that plays into some backstory that we need.
1: I could see there being one. I don't want to say there's going to be none, but Mm -hmm. I don't think there's going to be time for more than one.
0: Yeah, I think there will be one about Joel. About Joel? I I wasn't thinking about Joel. It could be about
1: Joel. I was actually thinking about a different character.
0: Altogether. <laughs> Either about Joel or Ellie. Maybe both. Maybe they'll both have a flashback. But I think next week we cut straight to the chase, and they, they're somewhere near. We get another time skip, and they're somewhere near the main Firefly facility
1: but yeah we're definitely going to have to get a time skip there's there's no traveling there's not we we're, we're just going to show up where where the whole episode's going to go down mm-hmm. there's no other option i don't uh, do you, okay do you think we're going to get to see the uh giraffes like we saw in the game
0: for sure it
1: 100% it's it seems like such an iconic scene you can't leave it out
0: see the thing is i don't remember the giraffes happening there i i remember that way earlier in the game but I, I, I
1: think we I think we were debating that er- earlier on in the show and uh after looking at it looking it up, I think it was where everything kind of goes down
0: I could okay. I could oh, be wrong. We're getting but, into dangerous territory now so
1: I know I know I as far as f- predictions go, I'm kind of wondering if.
0: I will say we, we do won't...
1: get a big deviation from the game.
0: And the I will. I think there will be no deviation. I will think. I think there will be no punches pulled. Mm. And I think this episode will be the talk of the te- of the world the following day. I think it'll be the water cooler talk at work the next day for a ton of people. It's going to mm-hmm. be that type of um, episode. That is my prediction. Like will, you know, people will always be able to point back to that episode. Yeah. That's what I think. But um all right. Let's do and Categories. Our uh, second to last categories of the season here.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Let's let's start out with uh best character or most notable
0: character. Ellie 100%. Ellie,
1: yeah. Uh just to say somebody different. I'll go with David. Okay. Best line in the episode. Hmm. I don't know. God, I've got one. It's okay, baby girl. I got you. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. You know, uh, the moment you said it, I was like, okay, that's it.
1: Yeah. I saw one. All right. Any goofs in this
0: episode? None that weren't explained. I mean, the tracks to her house seemed pretty obvious, like that was Mm going to be a thing. Oh, I think the clicker. The clicker sound in the forest. Yeah. I don't know why there was a clicker sound in the forest. And a clicker would have heard the gunshot.
1: Oh, clicker definitely would have heard that. That thing would have been on them or on her in seconds.
0: And you hear the sound. If you put subtitles on at 940 and listen to like 947, you'll see clicker sound in distance or clicker in distance.
1: Is that really what it says? Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know if they updated it already, but that's what it said when I first watched it. Is subtitles on?
1: Subtitles on. You went too far. Let's watch this back and see what happens.
0: You don't have subtitles on. I do.
1: English, they're on. You
0: need audio description. You need audio description on.
1: Audio description. It's on original English.
0: No, go to audio audio. Oh,
1: this audio description. Okay, interesting, interesting. Let's let's rewind it back again for a moment.
0: Let's get forward one. All right, hover off of it.
1: We're just watching uh, Ellie walk through the woods right now, waiting for.
0: Maybe they updated it. Maybe but it, I, I don't my, it. It, my, it sure does sound like it though, man. On my on my television, it says clicker in distance or something like that. A clicker sound in distance or something like that. <laughs> or clicking in distance. Now, who knows? Maybe deers make the exact noise a clicker makes. But um, I think it was just a. I think what it was was just they wanted to throw you off guard of what it yeah. was. Yeah. All right. Anything else or
1: best scene of the episode?
0: I think the David Ellie showdown, like from the cleaver to James neck to Ellie's um, to Ellie killing David. But I also enjoyed Joel torturing those two guys. It was, it was pretty delightful.
1: If, yeah, if I had to pick a, a second best scene, it would be Joel uh, finally waking up and taking, yeah. taking care of everybody.
0: I felt good that
1: felt yeah that was it, it was nice to have him back after
0: it was good to see those guys yeah, it was, like, it,
1: was. Yeah. it was I mean we, we had an entire episode last week of absolutely no Joel I mean there was like a little yeah. present moment and then the entire episode was a flashback and then at the end of uh at the end of last uh, the episode before that you know he was he was stabbed we were really left hanging for a solid week there but mm-hmm. happy to have
0: him back okay, okay. all right that wraps up our categories. All right. That wraps this episode. Thank you all for tuning in to The Last of Us by Story Archives. And we will see you next time on the finale, Zach. Go ahead and do your outro magic.
1: Absolutely. As Mario said, thank you for listening to this episode of The Last of Us by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or you can visit a website at soapbox.house where you'll find links out to this show and a few other shows in the network.